1: Today is February 11, 2021. Welcome to the Tormont fourth quarter and full year 2020 results conference call. Please be advised that this call is being recorded. Your host for today will be Mr. Michael McMillan. Please go ahead, Mr. McMillan.
2: Great. Thank you, Marie. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us this morning to discuss the results of Torremont Industries for the fourth quarter and full year of 2020. Also on the call with me today is Scott Medhurst, President and Chief Executive Officer. As noted in the press release issued yesterday, we will be referring to a package posted on our website and we encourage listeners to download it and follow along. At this time, and as noted on slide two of our presentation, I would like to advise listeners that this presentation may contain forward-looking statements and information that are subject to certain risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that may lead to actual results or events differing materially from those expected. For a complete discussion of these factors, refer to our press release from yesterday, which is available on our website. As is our practice, we will focus on key highlights for the quarter. Scott will begin with a few general remarks, followed by comments on our overall results, after which I will provide some highlights on our divisional results and financial position. After our prepared remarks, of course, we'll be more than happy to answer questions. Over to you, Scott.
3: Thank you, Mike, and good morning, everyone. Before I begin, I would ask that you move to slide three of the package. We are pleased the gradual sequential improvement continued in Q4. However, the operating environment is still quite fluid. Our customers remain understandably cautious in this environment, and as a result, overall business activities were below 2019 levels. From the start of the pandemic, our teams have shown their commitment and high performance during a year of many unique challenges and opportunities. Through it all, We have been proud and honored to produce essential service and support to our customers who in turn provided essential services to the general market and economy. While we did this, we also maintained our focus on the safety of our employees and the protection of the business for the future, all while facilitating the move of our Quebec and Atlantic businesses onto the common ERP system. With one common platform, we are now able to align our operations at the ground level and continue to leverage best practices, go-to-market approaches, and efficiencies across our territory. While early days, we are already seeing the benefit that comes with increased visibility and enhanced alignment. We continue to exercise our disciplined focus on our balance sheet, keeping inventory turns tight, improving collection of AR and DSO on our fleet uploads. Our liquidity and overall financial position remains strong. As we commented in Q3, expense reduction is a priority, but we remain very careful not to adversely impact our ability to meet future market demands. We saw sequential improvement in most markets in the third quarter from the sharp declines seen early this year, and we saw sequential improvement again in the fourth quarter, although activity and returns are still below last year's levels. Despite strong order levels in Q4, there remains uncertainty in the marketplace and we expect the cautious tone to persist in 2021. Turning now to our financial results highlighted on slide four, backlogs were 558 million at year end, up 40% from 2019. Simco backlogs were 51% higher than 2019 on strong industrial booking activity in early 2020. Equipment group backlogs were higher, with good order increases in most market segments. Equipment group Q4 bookings were up 34% over Q4 2019. Overall revenues increased 3% in a quarter versus last year, or decreased 3% in a quarter versus last year, which was an improvement from the declines experience of 13% in Q2 in Q3. However, revenues were still below that of 2019. Year-to-date revenue was down 5%. Operating income was 1% lower in the fourth quarter on the lower revenues, largely offset by lower expenses. Certain expenses such as freight and delivery were lower reflecting the activity levels, while expenses such as travel and entertainment were lower due to restrictions stemming from the pandemic we have and continue to incur some additional costs to protect our employees and customers, such as additional safety supplies, benefits extension costs, work from home practices, facility and field sanitization procedures. Additionally, based on our lower revenue in the quarter, we estimate we will receive receive approximately 4.7 million under the Canadian Emergency Wage Subsidy Program. These subsidies were helpful and allowing us to focus on protecting our skilled labor and salary positions as best possible, managing with a balanced approach in the short-term, as well as not taking our eye off the long-term needs. Net earnings decreased 2% a quarter versus a year ago and was down 11% for the full year, reflecting the sharper impact of the pandemic earlier this year. Moving to slide five, given the challenging environment, We've included a look at the sequential quarter performance starting in Q2. While well, we have seen improvement in most line, line items through the year, it's somewhat reflective of the normal seasonality. Year-over-year declines have reduced as economic activity gradually phased in quarter-over-quarter. Revenues improved, however, our new equipment sales remain relatively low, where rentals, used equipment, and product support showed some improvement. Rental fleet utilization improved, which translates into higher margin operating income and earnings. As we mentioned in Q3, product support activity is a function of customer activity and continued to improve as customers were able to increase machine use as site restrictions eased. Mike, I'll turn it over to you for some more detailed comments on the group results.
2: Thanks, Scott. Let's dig a little deeper on our operating results, starting with the equipment group found on slide 6. Revenues were down 4% in the quarter versus a year ago and 5% for the year on reduced economic activity. Equipment sales, product support, and rental activity were lower across most geographic markets and product groups. As Scott noted, we did see some improvement improved activity during the quarter, but the cautious tone we have experienced in prior quarters was evident in Q4 and activity remained below last year levels. During Q4, new equipment revenues were down 8%, while used was up 12%, demonstrating a mix that reflects the cautious tone we have emphasized through the year. Construction sales improved in the fourth quarter, up 8%, bringing the full-year increase to 1%. Sales into mining markets were down 28% in the quarter and 26% for the year, and power was down 30% in the quarter and 8% for the year. Power sales were good throughout the year, however, faced a tough comparable with a large project in 2019 that did not repeat. Material handling and Ag West sales were both lower in the quarter and and year, reflective of lower general economic activity. Rental revenues were down 12% in the quarter and 14% in the year, respectively, reflecting lower activity versus 2019. The The RPO fleet was intentionally tightened up, at $35.1 million versus $47.3 million a year prior. Product support revenues declined 1% in the quarter and 5% for the year, again reflecting sequential improvement as restrictions eased. In Q4, lower revenues in power and mining segments were partially offset by increases in construction and agriculture. Gross profit margins were slightly lower in the quarter, down 10 basis points as rental margins improved but were partly offset by slight reductions in equipment margins attributable to mix and a higher product support ratio of revenue. For the year, gross margins decreased 70 basis points reflecting unfavorable sales mix with a higher proportion of smaller equipment models, lower lower rental fleet utilization during the year and a higher mix of parts versus service in the product support side. Selling and administrative expenses decreased 7% in the quarter and 6% for the year, reflecting lower activity levels and cost containment initiatives that began to phase in since Q2. Expenses were lower in areas such as compensation, where various initiatives were employed, including senior management pay reductions, work share programs, and the use of governmental subsidies, in addition to the reductions in the discretionary spending, of course, such as travel and training. Let's turn now to Simcoe on slide 7. Revenues were up 3% in the quarter, primarily driven by stronger package sales, where product support was consistent with 2019. For the year, revenues were down 7% as pandemic-related site restrictions initially slowed activity in both construction and product support. Package revenues were up 6% in the quarter, but were down 9% for the year. For the quarter, Canadian package sales were up in both industrial and recreational segments where in the U.S. recreational sales were up, while industrial sales were lower relative to Q4 of 2019. On a full-year basis, both markets experienced lower mid-year activities, as noted in prior conference calls, which impacted overall sales adversely on a year-to-date basis. It is also notable that in the U.S. recreational sales were slightly above last year, due to the completion of projects booked in the prior year. Product support revenues were at the same level as last year for the quarter, but were 3% lower than 2019 for the year. Site restrictions, particularly in the recreational segment, resulted in the lower full-year results. Gross profit margins were lower in the quarter, but improved for the year, due mainly to higher mix of product support and improved execution. Operating income was higher in the quarter, however, was lower for the year, largely reflecting gross profit drivers and expense control. Selling and administrative expenses were down 13% in the quarter and 3% for the year, reflecting cost containment strategies and reduced compensation costs. Some additional costs are being incurred to ensure staffing is in place to support the substantial backlog of orders, while other expenses such as travel and discretionary spending were lower. Backlogs were up 51% to 184000000 million, well-positioned for the year ahead. On slide 8, I'd like to touch on a few key financial highlights. Management of our working capital, as one would expect, continues to be a focus area as we position the company for the future. Accounts receivable aging is monitored daily and continues to trend well with DSOs slightly below prior periods. Inventory levels continue to be adjusted in light of market activity, however, certainly below prior levels. Accounts payable reflects volume, the timing of purchasing and lower extended terms balances. We maintained our strong financial position throughout the year, ending with cash on hand of approximately 591 million and unutilized lines of credit of about 720 million. Our returns reflect income levels due mainly to lower activity levels resulting from the pandemic, but remain strong. Our key metrics benefit from our operating model and the decisive actions taken by our team to adapt to the business environment, customer needs and manage capital investment efficiently. The Board also approved the regular quarterly dividend of 31 cents per share consistent with the prior quarter. On slide 9, we conclude with some key takeaways as we look forward to 2021. As one would expect, we continue to focus on our three key priorities protecting our employees, serving our customers, and protecting our business for the future. The pandemic continues to evolve and we continue to proactively monitor developments closely and refine our business practices appropriately. We are well positioned to effectively respond to both customer requirements and market opportunities, leveraging our disciplined operating model, culture, and strong financial position. It has been an incredibly unique and challenging year and we appreciate our entire teams exceptional effort and commitment to support our customers during this time and the year ahead. Thanks also to our valued customers, supply partners and shareholders for their continued support. That concludes our prepared remarks and we will be pleased to take questions. Marie, over to you to set up the first call please.
1: Thank you. We will now take take questions from the telephone lines. If you have a question and you are using a speakerphone, please lift the handset before making your selection. If you have a question, please press a star 1 on the telephone keypad. At, at any time you wish to cancel the question, please press the pound sign. Please press star 1 at this time if you have a question. There will be a brief pause while the participant register. Thank you for your patience. The first question is from Yuri Ling from Canaccord Genuity. Please go ahead. Your line is now open.
4: Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Yuri. Um, good morning, guys. Nice quarter. Um, was was surprised a little bit by by the the double digit decline in, in mining product support. Um, the headlines kind of suggest that that's a, that's a pretty robust market in your territory. So maybe just a bit more color on whether that's a, a reflection of, of difficulty getting on-site on or customer-specific issues. Um, yeah, I'm you know, just interested in your thoughts there.
3: Yeah, so it was uh, we saw the the uh, service components of it come off a bit, but uh, I think you got to be careful in there. Product support can be lumpy, particularly in mining. When you do these comparatives, particularly you get into some rebuild work, and we did see... Uh, continued throughout the year. I mean, customers were, were, when we had those shutdowns here earlier in the year, we we had 21 mines in shutdown. So they focused on their production. And uh, so we're we're monitoring things closely there in terms of uh,
2: demand signals for for major we work and things. But you got to be
3: careful on the quarter over quarter comps.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you also mentioned Yuri. Uh, if you in our notes and so forth, you know, in our backlog, we did see some some improved backlog activity at the end of the year as well. You know, across across the equipment group, but in mining as well, we've we've noted over 100% versus a prior year. Okay. <clears throat>
4: um, and just second one for me, just want to switch to to the balance sheet. Obviously, uh, extremely healthy um, can you just outline uh, capital allocation priorities as we as we move forward here and if you could within that give me some color on uh, capex expectations including uh, the rental fleet for for
2: 2021 Sure, yeah I, you know I think it goes without saying like our our capital priorities have really not changed um, you know first and foremost, you know funding operations and growth we anticipate as activity and demand changes over the course of the year that we will be investing in working capital and you'll note our uh, our inventory for example is about one hundred and eighty million dollars below what it was last year, and we'll continue to to invest to support business demand and requirements and in addition to that organic growth opportunities and so forth and so the primary use I think will be you know to uh, invest in the in the operations of the business, I think obviously. Debt is in a good position, but we would consider that next and then look at distributions. I think you, you mentioned CapEx. Now, we did pull back on CapEx fairly uh, strategically, I think, and, and surgically in, in the 2020. And so, you know, our rentals were significantly below the year prior in the investment we were making, especially in the Quebec and the Maritimes markets. And so, you know, we, of course, we don't provide guidance, but I would suggest that, you know, what we've directed before is you know, we expect to be somewhere between, you know, what we would have been running at in the prior year 19 and where we throttled back a little bit here in 2020. So, directionally, that's, you know, that's likely where we'll be. Uh, and as demand warrants, of course, we'll ensure that capital is available to support the business requirement.
4: Okay, that's fair. I'll, I'll okay. turn it over there, guys. Thanks.
1: Great. Thank you. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you. The next question is from Michael Dume from Scotiabank. Please go ahead. Your line is now open.
5: Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning, um, So, yeah, it looks like the size of the rental fleet is smaller exiting 2020. And I'm assuming, you know, the market conditions uh, have a lot to do with that. Um, it, you mentioned the RPO, so I'm wondering if that essentially, um, you know, accounts for all of it. But just, you know, maybe elaborate on the right sizing and, um, you know, whether it was focused on the new territories or broad based.
3: Yeah, a couple factors in there, Michael. So, RPO inventory year end was down, I think about 35%. That just reflects the, the cautious uh, environment we were operating in throughout the year, and, and you know that impacted your our RPO revenue as well. Um, I think that was down over 40% for for the quarter. So there's some items in there to be attentive to. But um, in terms of rental fleet, you know, we we were very aggressive on the in, with the integration in Quebec and uh, Atlantic Maritimes with those fleet uploads, and then of course um, th- this environment hit. Uh, so we were very attentive to continuing to work on our processes and that uh, we needed to, and we think uh, the team has really uh, addressed that, but we also you know, did a, a real good uh, assessment of the activity levels in there. So you know, really let that, that fleet settle in. There, it was a, aggressive upload in the first two years, so, so that impacted how we, we uh, allocated some of the capital as well
5: yeah that makes sense and I'm just curious, maybe given the macro conditions whether you know there's a slight alteration in the rental growth strategy here whereby maybe growing from acquisitions might now look more attractive any any thoughts there
3: well we you know right now we're focused on the execution we we're very we remain committed to that strategy and as as mike said we'll we'll recircle on that this year um as, as we, we started to see some improvement quarter over quarter on the utilization, which we're pleased about. Um, you know, we're always keeping our eyes open for, for opportunities, but uh, right now we're focused on the, the disciplines of uh, maximizing that utilization and the efficiency of operating that fleet. And, you know, it, it's starting to age a little more, but we, you know, the, the model slowed down obviously in, in mm-hmm. 2020, but uh, that's okay. Uh, we're committed over the long term. Yeah,
5: certainly a tough year. Um, and, and maybe on the second question, and your construction sales and product support that was up nicely in the quarter. Um, you know, can you discuss you know how much that had to do with the comp, or maybe whether this increased activity is a trend that we can expect into into 21?
3: Well, just you know, sticking to Q4, we were we were pleased. And we saw some improvement. If you look at the industry activity levels quarter over quarter, it uh, it was solid. Uh, but again, we saw more activity. The industry numbers were up a bit more on the smaller end iron, right? Uh, that larger equipment was still down in the quarter uh, on a comparative. But, uh, you know, we, we were pleased. The team did a nice job executing on the construction side. Proxport activity was, was better. And, uh, but still a lot to do with used. I think our approach on uh, multi-offers to customers uh, paid off and our team's uh, ability to execute in the use space, whether it be purchases or how the uh, we built up some demo class uh, and providing good options for our customers. So very, you know, we were pleased with, with that. And we're very pleased with that backlog, uh, both in construction and mining. The backlog improved with mm-hmm. mining, which we're, that we're nice that was nice to see. Uh, but, you know, we're not getting too far ahead of ourselves, but we're very uh, pleased with that backlog as we enter
4: the, the new year. Okay, great.
3: Uh, thanks for that. Great, thanks, Michael. Thanks, Matt.
1: Thank you. The next question is from uh, Sabahat Khan from RBC Capital Markets. Please go ahead. Your line is now open.
0: All right, great. Thanks, and good morning. Um, just a question, I guess, on some of the you know follow up a bit on the commentary on construction and mining that you just made earlier. You know, directionally, it seems like there's some bills out there. You know, the mining data points seem to be trending in the right direction. Are you just noticing that, given that the pandemic is still alive and well, um, customers are just being cautious before making commitments? Or, you know, what are some of the things you're hearing from those two end markets as you look out to the next 12 months?
3: Yeah, I think customers were were cautious. And that's, you know, we saw actually some of that activity came in in, uh, December, because I think customers were reflecting on their year, and uh, I guess in some ways were satisfied, but uh, still very disciplined on, on how they're they're handling things. Um, you know, we're we're monitoring infrastructure spend very closely, and uh, so our customers are as well. Um, we remain in a very fluid environment, but you know, in, in Q4 uh, we, you know, I it was it was pleasing to see the activity levels and bookings. And uh, and the backlog that was uh, that was built now backlog part of it you know we, we had some slippage on uh, s- some uh, orders with the availability but that's okay they're solid bookings and it's good
0: okay and then the commentary around some of the iron going to construction being smaller is that just the nature of the projects or again just some caution before people commit to larger equipment
3: yeah I think you know. In general, we saw, you know, with our with our full service rentals in the, in the CTE product, those markets were strong throughout the year. I think what you're seeing, yeah. if you drive through the major cities, um, you know, you saw a lot of landscape projects, things of that nature. And uh, so that really drove uh, our activity on the lower end products.
0: Okay, great. just one last one for me. I think your comment on you know, reducing the RPO fleet and that kind of business line being down about 40 percent was that you know we think it's going to be down that much Let's take or you know fleet down to that level or do you think maybe you are maybe a little short in the quarter and it's probably better just by way of working capital conservatism
3: i think i think you know what it showed was the cautious environment of customers they were they were focused uh, and able to utilize their fleets and uh you know we we were attentive to the capital allocation but you know we we want to meet customer needs so uh what we saw was just some slower activity on on RPOs and uh you know but uh, that's an environment that we'll uh, we we'll, can we'll focus on in, the, in the, as we move
2: into uh coming year mm-hmm. and you would see it you would see it as well Saba in in terms of the mix and used equipment that we've commented on for most of the year since the pandemic kicked in, right? So you do see that cautious environment, Scott mentions, and um, the shift towards used and, uh, you know, a little bit of a pullback on RPO, and then we'll monitor that as we go.
3: I mean, we usually see a lot more activity on RPO conversions in the quarter, right? But those inventory levels were lower coming in.
2: Great. Thanks
0: very much for the color. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. The next question is from Brian Fast from Raymond James. Please go ahead. Your line is now open.
0: Thanks. Good morning, guys.
3: Good morning, Brian. (coughs) Good early morning.
0: Very early morning, yes. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the uh, material handling business, Um, understanding that the challenging environment may have curbed plans uh, for that side of the business. Uh, Maybe just some updated thoughts on where it sits now.
3: Yeah, industry numbers were were down, um, and we were attentive to fleet uploads. We didn't uh, get aggressive. What we really continued focused on throughout last year. I mean, this is a business that we're we're very uh, uh, granular on in terms of cleaning up uh, the fleets. And I, you know, I feel the team did a very good job last year, really assessing where the utilization was, and so we we did a lot of. Uh, narrowing in there. We think we're in a, a better spot now we want to manage that, that rental fleet. And uh, we really worked on our sales coverage last year so, you know, th- those were the focal areas um, but the industry activity was down and, and understandably, right?
0: Thanks. And then maybe just on supply channels right now, are you able to source parts quickly or are you seeing some some delays there?
3: No, we you know, we we were very pleased with how uh, our partners uh, managed both prime product and and parts. I mean, you know, we're monitoring uh, very closely, um, you know, as we as we go forward. And certainly, you know, our planning processes. We're monitoring machine hours very closely to make sure our uh, pipelines are, are uh, attentive to those areas because we did see. Uh, hours use go up on machines in the fourth quarter, which was a good signal, but uh, again part of that is we, we have more installed base on a quarter on a year-over-year year, year basis, but uh, You know so that is an area Brian that we are uh, Making sure that our teams are very disciplined on on the forecasts and the pipelines
0: Okay, thanks. That's it for me appreciate the color. Thank you, Brian,
2: thanks, Brian.
1: Thank you once again, please press star 1 on your telephone keypad if you have a question or comment. We have a question from uh, Maxim Sitchev from National Bank Financial. Please go ahead. Your line is now open. Hi. Good morning, gentlemen. Um morning. Max. Um, I, I think uh, in the beginning of the pandemic, uh, you were talking
2: about um, you know, e-commerce. Um, uh, sort of penetration. Was wondering if you don't mind, uh, perhaps you know, sharing your experience throughout the year in terms of the uptake on on that channel specifically and the plans on a going forward basis. Thanks.
3: Yeah. So we continue to really work on increasing the connectivity of our machines, and that's that was up again. And uh, our our point of sale interface. Um, we have to be careful with our with our comparisons because we do we have a. Uh, significant percentage of uh, online with our mines, and so I mean the mines went into shutdown so the data <laughs> you know is is uh, you got to be careful with those data points just because of the uh, shutdowns that we uh, we felt so but overall that that is an area that particularly in, in the construction uh, continued to uh, to improve and uh, you know we think we think uh, that's uh, that's the area of the future that we're going to continue to invest in interface with our customers on
2: Okay, That's helpful, thank you very much and then um another uh, brief question because uh, um obviously you know the um, senior management took some um, commendable voluntary uh, compression in terms of compensation uh this year uh, what is the thought process um in terms of sort of normalizing this on a going forward basis again, like I don't want to be too granular, but just maybe directionally if it's possible
3: yeah so um I should point out the board did as well um, right. so we we're monitoring that um, closely um, you know some of the the executive office is re- has remained on that in the quarter and uh, we're just going to monitor things as, as we go on that front we're in a very fluid environment still max so we're we're continuing to just um, be attentive to our people on that front our, uh, and uh, do
2: just trying to do what's right Sure makes sense. Th- thank you. That's it for me. Thank you, Max. Thanks, Max.
1: Thank you. We have no further questions registered at this time. I would like to turn back the meeting over to Mr. McMillan.
2: Great. Thanks, Marie. Thank. Thanks, everyone, for your participation early this morning. That concludes our call. Have a great day and please stay safe.
1: Thank you. The conference has now ended. Please disconnect your lines at this time, and we thank you for your participation.
0: Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.